Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom. Welcome back to Hebrew Congregation of Houston, episode 176, 176. It's good to be in the house again. Um, we know we have already celebrated our New Year's in September. We had our Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah already. And so, but we are going into 2024. We want everybody uh, to be careful, uh, to be safe. And so that that's the main thing is, is being safe out here. I've been seeing a lot of uh, police chases on the news. It's, it's been crazy. Like people have been, and it's not just men, they've been running and they're not surrendering anymore. And so um, when I was just thinking about us and I was like, what are these people thinking that they're just running from the police or not surrendering? And I was thinking about us as Hebrew uh, Israelites that we need to stop surrendering too. We need to stop surrendering uh, to the devil taking our ideas, uh, letting him beat us down, uh, surrendering to the lies of the United States and the pagan holidays. We need to just stop surrendering um, to those situations. And so uh, I haven't been, I, ha I haven't been. And so I, I'm, a, I'm a fighter, I'm a rebel. And so I, I've been talking to some people and they, they, they've been surrendering to sickness. No, lay your hands on yourself and start praying for yourself. Uh, look that devil in his eye and tell it no. Um, believe and trust that what God says he's going to do and the promises and the visions he showed you, he's going to do it. Stop surrendering to, to these situations and fight back. When I say fight back, I'm not talking about physically. You got to pray and you got to stand on God's word. You got to look that devil in the eye and say, God said so-and-so and he will flee. And if he don't flee, God's going to deal with that person. And so uh, don't let people be dream killers. And everybody say, oh, the new year, my resolution, your resolution been going on. A day is not going to make a difference about what you was doing and what's going on. Walk in it, be it, trust the process. And so um, we're going to go ahead and hand it over to the Daniels family, uh, the ministers, praise and worship. We thank you and we love you. Amen. 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 We're going to bring back a, one we sang before or sang along with before. Um, I know we're still... Um, we are recovering. I am much better, but he's still, you know, but there was a song that all of a sudden I was um, working <laughs> sweet home, and I just started busting out in this song. And then I was like, wait, where's this song from? It was like a piece of the, um, of this thing. And it was, um, I of course was rephrasing it because when I went and found it, it wasn't exactly like that, but I kept going so that I might know that you are my Abba, so that I might know that you are my Abba. You hold me in your arms, and you are my Abba, so that I might know that you are my Abba. 
And then I just switched into this. Yeah, 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 Salvation, Thyself in the sun. 
Glory. Hallelujah. 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 I did bring yeah. Josh Ammon, so I had ordered my. <laughs> 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 yeah. There was another one. They go higher, higher. Up. It's mm -hmm. in a, and we start hearing it, our heads start bobbing, and it, it's all of <laughs> it. 
It's embedded Amen. DNA, the same way Hebrew Israelite, when you start hearing those tambourines and drums and you just can't be still and your head get to bobbing, that's your DNA right there. Huh. Amen. Even the babies, even Zion, he'd be on beat. <laughs> Amen. And it's Israelite. It's good to be the chosen one. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> If you don't understand, then you 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 just don't get it. We get it. Then we get it. And so we're going to go into our word, our food. Um, we're coming out of Genesis for the parashah this week, 47 through 50. Genesis 47 through 50. Our new parashah, we're going into our Exodus, right? One through six. So uh we come from the Torah. The Torah is the Bible, the first five books. And then after the new year, we start over again, right? And so uh, and our new year is in September. And so we just keep going through the Torah and we just keep going back and back because every year you evolve, you see more, you should learn more, you should be at another stage in your life, right? And if Amen. there's something you, you probably need to check yourself if you're reading it and you're not getting nothing out of it and it's not changing up every year, you should be more in depth into it every year that you read this story and get it in your spirit and so um the new one is exodus one through six if you can read that for next week and so if you can uh the the minister daniels pray over the torah and then uh introduce rabbi shalom ben yakov for our food hallelujah hallelujah amen Singing is in me today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yahweh Elohim, 
He is wonderful. All the praises be to the King of Kings and Yahoo Elohim. He's wonderful. your anointing be upon your word hallelujah once again father as we gather to hear to listen and to take your word in hallelujah that it shall be manifested in our lives father that we pray that the words that go forth father will once again accomplish that which you have said it 
forth to accomplish, Father, that hearts, minds, and souls will be all tuned in. Hallelujah. You say your sheep know your voice, and another day will not follow. So may this word go in forth. Hallelujah. Reach the hearts, minds, and souls of your people. Hallelujah. As they draw nigh once again and look back onto you. Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father who knows, who keeps, who sustains our lives. Hallelujah. That we shall know this is truly Yah's voice, and we shall listen and obey. Hallelujah. And now in all we say and all we do, may the praises Hallelujah. be to you. Glory. Hallelujah. Let the words of our mouths and the, the meditations of our, of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, yeah, our strength and, and our, our redeemer. redeemer. Hallelujah. And amen. amen. Baruch Hava Bashem Blessed is he who comes Baruch Hava Meshem Yahuwah Who comes in the name of Yahuwah Hallelujah Who comes in the name of Yahuwah so come, Ruach, come, oh, come. <coughs> Hallelujah. Let's be the one who comes in the name, in the name of Yahweh. We hand it over to Rabbi Yahshalom. And Yahweh. And Yah use him. Use Yah use you. And allow amen. yourself to be used by Yah. Amen, amen. and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. Oh, for some reason, I feel so relaxed today. So relaxed. So I'm going to relax and be uh, informal. Well, I'm always informal anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just relax and, and enjoy the cheering. Uh, in the Torah, um, you know, we're finishing up the book of, of creation, right? The foundational teachings which come out of uh, the book of Bereshit, or again, the book of creation. And uh, I pray that as many of us that have been studying the book of Genesis have really taken note of the foundations that are laid forth in this book. So we're going to finish this up today. Chapter 47, verses 28 through chapter uh, 50 and I guess 26, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Forgive me if I'm not exact on the numbers, but no, that, that's exact. And, and we're going to finish this up. Uh, again, we'll finish it up here, but we're, we're not ever, we're never going to finish it up. And, you know, as we study, you know, in, in our, as those of us that study together in the different days of the week, and we look at the uh, Apocrypha, the books that, that for some reason, the uh, powers that be did not want us to know about or didn't want us to have or they felt were not relevant enough to put in, to canonize in the, what they call the 66 books of the Bible, if you carry the King James Bible. If you take the, the Stone Bible or the Jewish publication Bible, you're only going to have the Tanakh. Uh, but 
um, you know, when you're studying Genesis in this, this this last few chapters, and especially when it starts talking about Joseph in it, and and you really start getting into the conversations and the interactions between he and his brothers when he meets them, you know, and and, and uh, he takes them through all these trials. So he's getting back at him. Actually, he's getting back to me. He's getting back at him right, for what they did to him or allowed to happen to him. And, and the sibling rivalry that went on. But it talks about the thing that jumped out for me, and I'm not gonna go into this very much because we did this last year, uh, you know, which is like yesterday. But it talks about how when there's confrontation between when the brothers come back and he says, you know, and Joseph is showing his power and they're showing their power and they're screaming and, and, and all this shaking the foundations of, of Egypt, of Misraim, it's showing something in the DNA of the children of Israel. And that is a power, what we call an anointing. And, and none is exempt. None of the children of Israel are exempt from this anointing. The problem with that is, though, is that the anointing is there, but you have the power to do what is right and the power to do, and you can use it for wrong, you know? And we have to understand that we were given the Torah for our age so we would understand how to operate in this anointing that we have. And when we operate in the anointing, there's nothing that the world can do to stop us because we, as a people, shake the foundations of the world and the whole creation is waiting for us to manifest ourselves. And that, you know, I want I want I want us to understand that to get that that the world the reason that that a lot of the books and the, and the teachings have been removed from the bookshelves even though they have them and they study them they don't want you to have them right because when you know who you are and when the scripture is opened up to you and you begin to move into the spiritual realm move into your inheritance. You know, things change. Things change for the individual and for the community of Israel. So we're thankful to be here again once uh, once more to to uh, again share uh, in the parashah and in the brit harishah. That is, um, what is the Book of Kings this this week after after after? Uh, what is it? Yes, first kings. Yeah, first kings. It talks about David. You know, but but you know, uh there are some really I guess things that touch touch me. Uh as as I study these closing days of Yaakov, our forefather. Or should I say Israel? That when he was about to transition, because he wasn't going to die, he was just transitioning. He had conversations with Joseph and with his sons. One of the things that I really, you know, as I, I look at the, the commentaries and, and things of the nature is that it appears that Jacob, Yaakov, wanted to 
really reveal the end of days to his sons. But he was hindered from doing so. This is in the commentary now. Because when you read it, it starts going and starts talking about the tribes and, and the different characteristics of the tribes. Um, but it, it, when, I, when, I, when I saw that in the commentary where it says that he wanted to reveal the end of days, and it makes me think about that sometimes when we receive, as we call it, a download, we're not supposed to give it to everybody. You know, not even the closest people. Sometimes the revelation is for ourselves, the word of wisdom, revelation knowledge, you know, whatever it is, sometimes we have to keep it to ourselves. If you've, if you've ever worked in a corporate structure, and most of us have, and when you, when a person we call it has been anointed on the job, on the job, we say you've been anointed, meaning you're the one that's being promoted. You just gotten promoted. You're the anointed one. You're the one that's been, you know, appointed. Uh, uh, you're going into the authorization, you know. But what happens is, oftentimes the person that's going to be promoted, I know in, in the circumstances of people that I knew, and when I talked to some people that were already in positions of management, they said, we don't like to tell people when we're going to promote them. They have an unction or a feeling that they're going to be promoted, but we don't tell them right, right out that they're going to be their, you know, their one, they're the number one choice. Um, and I thought about that, in, you know, because I was talking to some of the guys and they said, you know what? A lot of people quit the job because they're frustrated. And they're the naughty ones. They were the ones next on the list to be promoted and they walk away because they just felt like they were being overlooked. And that happens a lot of times. People quit when the anointing is going to be bestowed upon them. You know, the no, all of anointing happens in ministry. Happens all through. It happens all through. People get frustrated at the wrong time and they leave. See, what if Joseph had done that? You know, what if he had been so frustrated, he said, forget Israel, forget my family. And, and he's being anointed in the kingdom. You know, his sons are going to get it. He's going to get a double portion. His two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, Ephraim being the youngest, because he stayed the course, he was able to get a double portion. And he wasn't the firstborn son, but he gets a double portion. So what I'm saying is be patient in your well-doing. Because in the end, you're going to reap. When it seems like things are just going to just not going to happen for you, things are just not happening, stay the course. Do what is right. Continue to pray. Continue to, when you get done praying, get up off your knees and keep doing what is right. Do what is just. That's what's going on in our lives every day. You know, uh, I gave an example some time ago in a teaching last week, I guess, about this city and how it, you have to work or you have to endure the, the challenges in order to get into the city. It's like we're, we're in a challenge right now to move into our inheritance. This has been going on for us for years. Thousands of years since we've, uh, hundreds, I said, 
Yeah. Thousands of years, at least 2,000 years since we were kicked out of land. We've been trying to get back. And it's been a challenge the whole time. So let's not get weary in well-doing. Let's, let's stay the course. And people, let me give you an example, another, another thing that, I'm just thinking about things that happen through life and my experience. Like I said, I'm going to relax today. When we're young, people see us in our youth with the strength and our and the potential that we have, that they, they see it in us. And sometimes people will come out and say, young man or young lady, you're going to go far because of your attitude, because of the expression, because of your face. You're going to go far. That face and that attitude is going to take you a long way. That face and that attitude. And that, you know, that's like a, like, like a, a, a Jacob talking to, to, to uh, Joseph about his son. He's given, and, and your grandparents, your parents, your uncles, your aunts, they look at you amongst all the children, your brothers and sisters, and may have said to you, you're different from the rest of them. There's something about you that's going to carry you in a different place. You see, have you ever had that? Have you, or have you ever done that? Just saw someone, you know, uh, and, and you just there was something about them that made the, that that made them stand out from the rest, you know. And you just wanted to tell them that you know, just keep doing what you're doing. You look like your face is fixed to go somewhere, you know. Encourage. Let's encourage our young people. Let's encourage our children. Our grandchildren, no matter what they may look like, even you know, just encourage them. You know, they're they're you're going to do great things. You know, every Friday we have, uh, you know, we're supposed to have uh, Shabbat prepared to enter into Shabbat, Kabbalat Shabbat, and we that one of the things we do is we bless our children. You know, and that's a it's a custom. Right? It's not a command. It's a custom that we we bless the children, bless the the, the young boys to be like Ephraim and Manasseh, and and the the young ladies, the the girls, the little girls to be like like uh, Ruth and and Esther and Sarah, you know, and and we put the blessing. We we lay hands on them every Friday. We should be doing it every Friday. And what that does is, you see, we, a lot of times we miss what is happening. We are blessing. We are putting, speaking prophetically over our children. And and that goes into their the spirit of their mind. It goes into their soul, and they're told that there's somebody and there's something great for them. Now we don't just do it on Friday, but we should be doing this all the time. When we're angry with them, especially when we get angry, uh, we have to just go ahead and 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 change the conversation. Say, you know, I love you, and I'm gonna just I just want to bless. You. I just want you to know that I'm proud of you. They may have just broken dishes, or they may have just you know, done something wrong, but still say, I'm proud of you because I know you're trying to do the right thing. You see, out of, you know, all this comes out for me. That, and this is me personally now. This comes, this jumps out at me when I'm reading, you know, this parashah. Because remember how his brothers, Joseph's brothers, how they treated him. But at the end, you know, it's like, it's okay. You know, even in the sibling, sibling rivalry between them, in the end, Joseph tells them, it's okay. It's okay. There's a reconciliation. There's a, a forgiveness. There's a, hey, look, you know, what you were doing, you thought it for evil. But 
But Yah meant it for good. We have to see the outcome that 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 we were created to be, the, 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 the outcome that was created for us, as they call it sometimes, predestination. We are predestined to be the, the sons of Yah. You see, this is what's happening with us. We're being, we're being shown how, and we're being shown what our destiny is. And he's showing us the challenges when he's talking to his sons, he's, the challenges that they go through in their, and the things that they have to overcome in their personalities. The strengths and weaknesses in our personalities. We must find the strengths and, and build on it and then find the weaknesses and correct those weaknesses. Because we are predestined to operate as sons of the Most High in our time and in the future. Okay. I want to, I'm, I'm thinking about when Yaakov was transitioning and he was talking to uh, his son, Joseph and his sons and he's saying, look, I'm going to transition soon and I don't want to be here in the land of Mitzrayim. Now they were not captives there, but it was at home. And he says, take me back to the cave of Machpelah. Take me back there. Now, you know, Rachel, the one he loved, was in Bethlehem. She wasn't there. But he said, take me to where my fathers are. And he didn't tell them, go and get Rachel and bring her out. Now, you know, they really wasn't supposed to do that anyway. But she lay where she was and he went with the rest of the family. She was his favorite, but, you know, he, he buried her on the way because I think the distance would have been too bad. It had nothing to do with getting buried within 24 hours, by the way, or 48 hours. Because that theory is destroyed in this parashah. Because in order to bury Jacob in Israel, in the cave, they had to travel some time and they didn't do it. They didn't have cars and, and airplanes. So we know they did it on foot and they did it with camels and or, or mules and they had a whole caravan that went with them, all those children. It wasn't in the 48 hours. Even if it was 30 miles, it still wouldn't have been 48 hours without what was the caravan that they had, unless they had some, you know, some uh, EVs, <laughs> electric vehicles or something, you know, because they wouldn't pumping it out of the gate, out of the oil, out of the ground, or they had some very fast horses. So, where do we come up with that forty-eight hour, twenty-four hour burial time? See, we have to think about that, right? Think about that. People say, "You got I got to bury them right away." Well, it's good to get them in the ground right away, but. You know, think about it. They didn't, and you know, and another thing we have to think about in it that is Joseph said, take my body out of here. And he was involved in Egypt. Take my body out of here, you see. So we have to think about some things. Why do we leave them? Why do we do them? I see your hand, is that, are you wanna say something? Yeah, I don't know. I know you told us some spiritual reasons, but I know like my mom um, was talking about how it was still done with amongst the Caribbean culture and stuff. And it was, it had to do with not having all of the amenities and things to preserve the body. Mm -hmm. And so it's like because they couldn't preserve the body, they had to get it in as quick as possible before it started decaying. It would start stinking. 
Yeah, so th that was like the time period in which they said this is about how much you have before it starts really, you know, becoming too bad to bear. It, it wasn't that way in Egypt, though. Yeah. Well, there, like, like 30 days. Like and they, the uh, uh, bombing, the embalming um, technique. That's right. They had the, they had the methods to, mm -hmm. to do it. And they still preserve even to today. Mm -hmm. That's the yeah. technology yeah. that they had in, in mm -hmm. Mitzrayim at the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's a spiritual concept to it that we taught. Funny, as I was coming up and I knew some Jewish folks and they would bury their, their people within those two days. And I would think they just can't wait to get that inheritance, can they? They, they <laughs> so they can get that money. <laughs> so that's just a funny before I, I knew who I was. That's how I used to think when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, because we've always told the Jews were rich. That's not true either. You have a percentage that are rich, but but it's a spiritual thing. It's it's like the spirit, you know, the the evil spirits on the bodies, and they and they, you know, so we got to get them, you know, separate them from the earth and get them in there. That's a spiritual concept for it. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just things to think about, you know. Uh, so a lot of people are rushing and trying to do it, but you know, there's uh, just some things to think about. But anyway, let me let me do this now now, because it's it's so important for us. I think, you know. Now, in the Brit Hedeshah, in, in the New Testament, for this parish, it talks about uh, uh, John chapter 13, right? Chapter uh, verses 1 through 19. And that talks about the Passover. It talks about uh, Hoshai going to Passover and having the meal before. It talks about the all that stuff, right? Um, and I wonder, why would they do that here? But it, it's talking about passing is what it is. And he's, he's telling them what's going to happen. So that's the relationship between it. It's that like Yaakov was talking about his transition, so Yehoshua was talking about his uh, being killed on the tree and what was going to befall them uh, at that time and about the, the betrayal um, of one of the those that were amongst them. So that's the Bithada shot portion, uh, which, which again is that if you are a worshiper, worshiping under the teaching of Yahuashai, notice what I'm saying. If you're following the teachings of Yahuashai, right, then you would be keeping the Passover. Now, some say, well, he fulfilled the Passover. That's a Christian concept. All right. I see your hand. I have a question about that too, because I believe that when um, Shaul or Paul or Paul, whichever one version you want to call him, when he was talking about that, um, what they call now communion, like that was what he was referring to, the same feast day, because he said on the same night that he was betrayed, and that was the 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 meal that he had, and he's like, so, you know, and he talked about all the things he said, and then he says, so whenever you come together. And somehow it got all crossed up where it's like he said, whenever you come together, but somehow people started thinking that um, it meant that you should do it often. And that's how like communion became this kind of thing, you know. But when I was saying it was the same meal and it should have been carried the way that um, Pesach was carried, he was just saying as often as you keep this this Passover and stuff and think you should now remember Yahawashai suffering in, in it all and stuff. And someone was saying that wasn't the case. But what do you think on that, Rabbi? Well, was he not? Was he or was he not? Because that was the meal that Yahawashai was was eating at that time. He was doing the Passover. It wasn't a, basically. It was the wrong day if you're going to have the Pesach Pesach, Pesach meal, mm -hmm. because um, 
they had to take it from if if you follow the the the, the uh legend mm-hmm. and i'm gonna call it a legend if you follow that legend then when the betrayal took place and then he had to go from church from from place to place right but we know that after you know we have the meal mm-hmm. the sacrificial meal mm-hmm. which means the the lamb is, is destroyed and then we have the meal right after right mm-hmm. that didn't happen in that order because the judging of the of the sacrifice is starts on the 10th day you see what i mean if you if you're going to use the the legend on the 10th day you separate the lamb and you judge it so that means that the judgment hall would have had to take place at, at that time prior to the Passover. You see, so I'm, I'm showing you the things that are not consistent in the legend and, and the, the Passover. Because you have to go back and read that Passover again when you get into it. We'll get to it in, in Exodus. The 10th day, you should pull the lamb out. So at that time, he would have been going from judgment hall to judgment hall. Right? Then they would have put him on the tree which is preparation for the, the for the meal. You have to slaughter, sacrifice, and then you have the meal. Right? And then it's over. But it didn't happen in that order. You see? He did go to judgment hall, but he had already had the meal. Then he went to the judgment hall. It's backwards. You do the judgment, then sacrifice, then the meal. But he did the meal, then the judgment, then the sacrifice. That's out of order. Okay. So that's why we call these things legend. Mm-hmm. Because okay, they don't so, add up. So what's with the legend? The legend up. is what Paul was saying, or the legend is is when Yeshua was saying, Take eat, this is my body that was broken. Uh, what Paul is talking about is mm-hmm. different. Because mm-hmm. Yeshua is actually going through it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm telling you, I'm I'm showing how he actually, the the order in which it's happening in the scripture that we read in, in the gospel of John 13th mm-hmm. chapter. Mm-hmm. It's out of order. It's backward. It's reversed. It's babal. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. All right. In the, and again, that's why we call them legends. I'm trying to get you to see why we call them legends. All right? This is why we say the legend. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the commandments, mm-hmm. that's our Torah. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the ration, your rationale for John writing it that way, and, and Jesus Himself conducting it that way? That's right. That's right. So that's out of order. So because Jesus is out of order. It's out of order. It's it's totally out of order. It's it's backwards. It's reversed. So because is, remember is when, Jesus... you read it, when we read that in in uh, in Exodus, it's going to say well, from the tenth day of the first month, you will set the lamb aside, and you'll watch him for the days to see if there's a blemish in, if there's something wrong, if there's a cleft in his foot or something, you know, something bad, and then you sacrifice him at twilight. You sacrifice, him. and then you have the meal right after. You'll roast him and have the meal. Here, we're saying, he says, get the lamb because I'm going to have the meal with you. 
go up there and find this. And you'll find this coat, take the fold and take them in there and get the lamb. Then tell them we're going to prepare the meal. They're going to prepare the meal. They're going to have the meal. Mm. Right? At the time when he should have been going to judgment, they're having a meal. The day before, you know, like I said, like the day before, they said, he, you know, and then he goes through from, then he's judged. After they have the, after they have the Lord suffer, they, they, he's, he is betrayed. He's taken from judgment hall to judgment hall. Then he's sacrificed. Okay. Then they have the meal. So but here he's having the meal. But the part I was asking was more about the, the meal itself. Okay. Was, now was the, the meal, meal Passover or not? Yeah, now, now the meal, right now in the, in okay. the, yeah, in the teaching of Christianity, where they say, let, you know, as often as you, you know, drink this blood and, 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 and have the meal that we think of me always. And Paul is actually talking about the same thing. We do this. Uh, we have Kiddush. Mm -hmm. Every Shabbat. We have it every Shabbat. Kiddush. Mm -hmm. So that's as often. Okay. That's as often. Now, Pesach, so why did you bring yeah. up Yeshua's meal in the first place? Because Yeshua's meal was Pesach, and and if you say often, then I can understand that. I can understand that we do Kiddush every time, and and yeah. we can remember, right. you know, right. what Yahushai did during that time and yeah. stuff like that, and what Yah did through him, you right. know, during that time. But at the same time, like that does cause a bit of confusion when he talks about, you know, um, on the same night that he was betrayed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the meal he was keeping. Yeah, Shaul is speaking on a level that, and I'm going to just say, most Christians don't understand in the mm -hmm. spiritual realm. That's why they get his teachings confused. Mm -hmm. Now, he's talking about, again, he's talking about, remember, every time you have Pesach, every year we have it, reminds us, it reminds us mm -hmm. of Yahushua at Pesach. Mm -hmm. But his Pesach was different from ours, right? Because, you know, mm -hmm. again, he didn't eat the meal because he was busy getting, being killed. So he had a, an early meal. He ate with so them. So he before. did it early knowing that he would he did, be killed. He did it early. Yeah, he had an early meal. And it, but it, so it was a proper Pesach meal. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're traveling on the road, you're out of the country or something, you know, there's allowances made so you can have your Pesach meal. You know, if you touched a dead body and you couldn't do it, then, you know, next month we have it again. Right, so you can do it. So there are different allowances, but what Paul Shaul is talking about is, you know, um, we do it again. Every time we have kiddush, it should be reminded we have the bread and the wine. Every time you do it, if it's Friday, every Friday night, mm -hmm. you have kiddush every Friday night, right? When you when you're introducing the Shabbat, Kabbalat Shabbat, you have the what you wash your hands, right? You say the blessing. And you have the wine, and you have the bread. That's kiddush. And at that time, it reminds us of what the sacrifice. And then you know, you go to synagogue, Jewish synagogues. You know, you'll see kiddush mm -hmm. at the Jewish home on Friday night. They're gonna have kiddush. Mm -hmm. It's a part of the ceremony for the for the for the messianic. It's a reminder, as Shaul is talking about, it's a reminder on Shabbat, for Kabbalah Shabbat, that this is why we're doing this. It reminds us. Now, if you, under, if, if you, you know, for those uh, that have studied Ezra's teachings, and he talks about, he talks about that in 400 years when the Messiah is going to come and he's going to die. He's going to be killed, a bad death. Again, so we go right back to it. It reminds us.
that according to the scripture, Mashiach was killed. Which is crazy because a lot of them, despite Ezra's, well, you know, he did one of the, the, the judgments he had against us as a people was that the prophets were speaking and we were just like telling them shut up. <laughs> so I guess, mm -hmm. I guess there are prophecies that would have been there that we would have have even paid attention to. Cause I'm like, the prophecy was there. We read it. It's very obvious now. It's very clear. But yet when Mashiach came, they were expecting him to come and like rule and take over Rome and do all of this stuff. And I was like, but this prophecy was here that he was going to die. <laughs> no, he was going to come and he was going to die. <laughs> and people would not receive him. He wasn't going to be that good looking. You know, so all of these lovely looking Jesuses or, you know, even the good looking, you know, Yahweh is y'all over here drawing. That ain't it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. It, don't, it don't look nothing like what was described. Right. And, and yet it's like, and we might want to judge them. It seems crazy, but at the same time, like we're still doing it now. You know, we still over here where he says certain things and we still making up our own things, right. you know. So, yeah. So again, that's why we say these, we call them what? We call them the legends, mm -hmm. right? Because when it comes down to it, it's whether you keep the commandments or not. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of dispute over over the the letters, which these are the letters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. over the and and believe it or not, in the, the Tanakh, there's the things that they say well they don't line up because they say something different here. That's mm -hmm. why we call them the legends, right? Because mm -hmm. you have different scribes writing things, and you have different translations and translators that are going to have things out of order. But when it comes to commandments, you can put the commandments in different order and still the commandment stands true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They say Not that about numbers point. too, though. They say yeah. that about the numbers. Like um, they've shown like many scriptures where they're doing the Chronicles and the Kings and stuff and the numbers don't add up. Where it's right. like it's a different number here from them by thousands and sometimes even right. more. Right. Um, and so that's why we call them the legends. Right. Those are some of the reasons why we call them the legends. And we don't get caught up in the legends. We remember it is the commandments. It is the commandments. Even, I mean, the most, the ones that he put in stone, the 10 that he put in stone, what, what was the significance of him putting 10 commandments, okay, the Decalogue on stone? What was represented? What was the representation of that? The representation of the stone is that it is eternal. It mm -hmm. does when you write in stone, you can't go in and cross it out. And, you know, you, you have to scribble it out. It's, like, you, you, it's there eternally. It's forever. That's why it says that's the significance of stone. Mm -hmm. It's there. You can go into Egypt right now, in Israel right now, and 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 you can look on there, and the carvings, the what they put in those stones are still there. It's forever. What he put in those the Decalogue is forever. Mm -hmm. You see? And so you can argue over the legends. There are people that say Yeshua never lived. Yes, right? Some people say that Paul or Shaul is, you know, and, and, and Yeshua, they call him Antichrist, anti, you know, they all kinds of stuff. Those are the legends. Mm -hmm. So let them, let people argue over the legends. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that Yeshua, Yeshua says is, if you love me, keep the commandments. Mm -hmm. Again, admonishing us to keep the commandments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the legends are going to be argued and disputed forever. Mm -hmm. Some things are true whether you believe them or not. But so people are going to either accept or, or deny the legends. And by the way, the things that we read in the legends 
You can search back 30,000 years and see the same identical teachings mm -hmm. by different people. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't get hung up on the legends. We focus on the commandments, those that are written in stone. Okay. And then okay. there's also that that thing, because you just, as you said, um, that's why Yahushua said, if you love me, keep the commandments. But they translated it as, if you love me, in many books, keep my commandments, right? And that's where people literally use that to try to say that it wasn't the same commandments that, that um, Yahuwah gave us from the beginning. That it's a separate, they'd be like, but is it the same commandments? Literally, I had a pastor who asked me, is it the same commandments? And he, he thought he was giving me food for thought and gave me a, you know, that look when they feel like they, they dropped, Mike dropped off yeah, yeah. and said to me, but is it the same commandments? And I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy in my uh, head. Oh, yeah, do it. Yeah, well, I'm calmly looking at, in my head, I was like, oh, my goodness. But but exactly. by that switch of one word, because the commandments versus my commandments and stuff, literally there are those who are running amok and astray at the same time. But, but even in that, they're still missing it because it says, I am Yah, I do not change. Change, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. He, he God. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I, do I don't know. Not. I don't know what to say with, with those kinds yeah. of things because you got to get real creative. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's when it, people try to uh, get around, obey. And do what they want to do. Yeah. So let them go. Let them go ahead and disobey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you know where my heart was, Rabbi. It was the congregation that is running, following under, you know, yeah. such, such teachings because yeah. they, a lot of times we know that they're sincere about this, sincerely being led astray. <laughs> and, and that's why we're warned, yeah. be mm -hmm. not being a teacher, right? That's yeah. why we're warned. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why we always go back to read again mm -hmm. and we admonish people. What does it say over and over again? It's going to be on the test. Keep mm -hmm. the commandments. Yes. Admonish, keep the commandments, not the legends. Don't follow the legends. Follow the commandments. What does the command? He said to Adam, yes. you disobey the commandment. The commandment. See, remember, Genesis is about foundations, right? And principles mm -hmm. being set in place. So we see that the, the, the whole fall was based on obedience to the commandment. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. always been this way. He has never change never change and when and and the serpent who came in and said which commandments serpent said to you what the serpent said to you which commandments, which commandments. <laughs> exactly that's Stay exactly out of the garden. Right. Straight out of the garden. slippery person <laughs> i mean that is straight out of the garden you can't miss it yes yes <laughs> it, I, I i was like so people are going around thinking this way huh <laughs> Yeah, so you have to know that when you get those principles down, when you get those the foundation in Genesis, if you get that sound that foundation down, you don't have to worry about binary children, mm -hmm. because you know the laws of nature. The laws of nature will not change. Mm -hmm. The laws of creation yeah. are not going to change. Mm -hmm. You see, mm -hmm. male and female created him. Mm -hmm. That's not going to change. Two shall come become one. Mm -hmm. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, right? Mm -hmm. And cleave unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. flesh. You know? and, yeah. and he says, be fruitful and multiply. And he says, mm -hmm. two says to Noah, gathering the animals two and by two, male and female. That's right. Male, female. 
man, woman. It's not going to change. To continue on. You can take a man, turn him into a woman. He still will not have the what? Necessary the body to make a baby. That's true. Reproductive organs. You can't do it. They can cut it off and shove it inside, but cannot yes. produce a, a baby. And they're working on it. They're trying. Believe me, the scientists, the medical field, they're working on it. They're trying to do it. Oh, yeah. There's money in it. There's money in it. And the insurance company have to cover it. So they're going to get their thousands and billions of dollars out of it. But but the principles will not change. They're That's not true. going to They're in stone. I'm just Principal thinking creation we're going to meet these stone. babies that come from such a thing. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, there, are, there are things that, again, outside of the legends, because I can give you some legends back about Koth and about Atlantis and about, you know, Osiris and all of these, we call those the legends. And you're looking at, you find that it talks about the, the Trinity back in the legend. It talks about the Trinity. It talks about the son. It talks about the father and the mother. It talks about all the in the legends mm -hmm. thousands of years ago. In mm -hmm. Mitraim, and they talk about Atlantis. You know, Atlantis fell because, and again, more let you see the foundations of Atlantis under sea and all this stuff. But when you get down to the bottom of the nitty gritty of it, says the commandments. Atlantis fell because they broke the commandments. They had the technology, and they fell because they failed to follow the commandments yeah. that were given to them. And they were like gods. Oh, and they were like gods. They were. They had so much technology. Mm -hmm. It talks about them flying. Mm -hmm. The legends talk about being able to fly during the time of Atlantis. So why don't we follow it? Because we go by the commandments and not by the legends. Right. Well, it makes sense because people will say, oh, but that's unfair considering when they think that the commandments were written. But then we know that um, even in Egypt, they have these things called the laws of Ma'at and they say they are identical to the point where people try to say mm -hmm. Moshe did not make these, get these from God. He got them from Egypt yeah. because they had those commandments there already. You know, so when they did, when they defile, when they started going astray and doing all of these things, they were appropriately judged when they were judged because they had the commandments already, you know, yeah. whether they wanted to call it the laws of Ma'at or, or not, it had been given to them. Yeah. And it didn't start there. Again, it started with talk. Before that, in Atlantis, they had those commandments, those laws. Yeah. And they right. went into Egypt, they went into Egypt and established the barbaric people there mm -hmm. and gave them laws to live by. So mm -hmm. Egypt, when the Israelites went in there, they already had established the laws. And, and you know, and they did, they looked at Egypt, they looked down on the Israelites when they came. They were looking down because they were shepherds. And these were educated people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were bougie. Yes. They, just, they were bougie. <laughs> they were the elite. <laughs> yeah, they were the elite. <laughs> you see what, you know, so, yeah, you know, and they have about makeup and lipstick and smelling good. Yeah, and they're still things. using that stuff today. We're still using the things from, and they got it from before them because, again, they were, when after Atlantis fell, that's when Mitch Ram began to rise mm -hmm. because Toth went there and started to teach them. The technology. Yeah, you almost so can't they started putting it in stone in Egypt and they and all the, the why in all that technology and, they, and he's the one that was responsible for building again according to the legends, mm -hmm. building the pyramids. Mm -hmm. And so, commandments, my brothers and sisters, the commandments. Mm -hmm. Focus on obeying the commandments. And the, let me read this for you. What time is it? Twelve twenty. Let me read this for you. 
And, and I'm, again, we focus on the command. We look at the, the, the legends and teachings. We get information mm, out there to give us idea, you know, give us edification, exhortation, and comfort on obeying the command. It's all for us to obey the commands. It says here in uh, 1 Kings second chapter, watch this. This is Dawood. It says, now the days of David drew near that he should die. Again, this was Yeshua, the same thing, and Jacob, the same thing, right? The time of their death is coming near. He says, and he charged Shlomo, again, his son, or Solomon, his son, saying, go the way of, you know, there's, a, oh, by the way, there's a legend about that too, right? Solomon and Menelik, the queen of Sheba, right? There's a legend on that too, right? It says, saying, I go the way of all the earth, be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man. He says, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God. Here we go. Go back to the Garden of Eden. Keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies, as it is written in the Torah of Moshe. Okay, God didn't change. Principle of creation is still there. Obey the statutes, the laws, and commandments of Yah. Okay, I rest my case. I rest my case. Okay, the prosecution rest. <laughs> okay, I'm going to add to that. Even though you rested your case, um, I was just thinking about something in in my early years. You know, I know according to you guys, youth is relative. <laughs> so uh, in my youth, <laughs> but yeah. in my earlier years in in this walk, and when I was would read Revelations and feel rather sometimes confused, and sometimes I just found it a scary book, and yeah. so I was asking Yah about it. And that that was before I you know, I was still in Christianity and all, and I was asking Yah you know, what I need to know or how am I supposed to live this out and how am I supposed to know what is, you know, know that I am safe and I'm going to make it in and not, you know, be counted. As he said, pray that you be counted worthy to escape these things and all that. I was like, how would I know? And the answer he gave me one day after like years of like when I had asked, it was like years later was he said, you know, he should just, it's, it's less important to be all consumed with what, what is going to happen in the last days and here's a sign and how you know it. And it's more important that you be found in my will. And he's like, found in my will and know to hear my voice and do what I, I commission you to do at the time. He's like, if you keep my commandments and you keep and you do as I tell you to do and I commission you to do, you'll find yourself safe. You know, you will find safety no matter what. But if you over here are all wrapped up in things that don't matter, but you're not keeping, you know, my, my commandments or keep walking in my ways is how he put it at that time. Remember I told you I was still, but he said, if you're walking in my ways, doing as I tell you to do and being obedient to me, you will not, this is not an issue. This is not the most important thing, whether there's a heaven or a hell or this or that, those things are not as important as you walking in my ways. And that was the answer I got. So it is more important to walk in his ways than to know where you're going to be in the here and after, you know, and that was what he gave me at that time. And, and what would be the command to Joshua? Yeah. You, you know, this book of the law shall not depart on your mouth. From you. Okay. You meditate on it day in, day out. Day and night. Then you'll make your way prosperous and have good success. Only be thou strong and very courageous for the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. The commandment, my father, our father has never changed. Okay. So again, 
I want to focus and I want to stress this over and over again. Don't get caught up in the legends. Make sure you understand the commandments. That you walk, we are to, we are commanded to walk in the, and in there it talks about in the commandment, those 10 commandments, just those 10. Now 613, we know, right? And, and, and many of those, again, deal with the temple and being in the land. But those 10 cover you no matter where you are in the world. And in there, you know, you should love the Lord your God, all your heart, all your strength, and all your, your, all your might, right? You should not create an image of anything in heaven above, the earth below, and the waters beneath to bow down and worship. You should not carry the name of the Lord thy God in vain. In other words, remember who, remember who you are. More importantly, remember whose you are because you represent him in the earth, right? And then you remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, to set it apart. That's different from all the other days. Honor your father and your mothers, which is a commandment with long life that you may live in the land. You can do this anywhere, right? Don't commit murder. Don't commit adultery. Do not lie on your neighbor. Do not steal. Do not bear false witnesses against you. And, you know, and, and do not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. Can you do this? Yeah, we can do this every day, all the time. People say you can't do it. Those people are liars. You can do it. I agree with you, Rabbi. You can do it. You defeat yourself when you say you can't. You've already lost. Yeah. Scripture tells us to be holy as he is holy. That's right. And, and, and see, that's so crazy. You get in the pulpit and, and, and you tell people to be holy. Then you say, ain't nobody holy. Jesus is the only one that was holy. Versus instructing them to be as holy as you can every day and every breath that you take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he fixes. So he said, well, if you make a mistake, if you miss the mark, commerciality says, and Marshality says, if you miss the mark, then confess your sin. Say, I yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. And I'm going to create, I'm going to do better. I'm going to try to do better. You fall again tomorrow. Though a righteous man fall a thousand times, yet shall he rise. Go to Rome. Right. Yet shall you rise. Yeah. But you got to get up. Right. Yeah. I was I was thinking that it's in the definition of holy too, because a lot of times by make saying holy all the time and forgetting what holy means, that's why mm -hmm. they, they've made it into this thing that cannot be reached. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when all he it is saying, he's saying be set apart as I am set apart. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you know, and so when he says come out from among them and be separate. And essentially, he you could have very well interchangeably said, come out from among them and be holy, you know, but because people don't see. And so it's funny, I growing up Pentecostal, apostolic, you know, in that thing, you know, they were all about this set apartness even in the way you dress and the way you saw everything. But yet at the same time, saying the same things, like you said, saying that the only one that was holy was Mashiach and we can't be holy, you know, and we're, we're not infallible and all these other excuses to, to, to do what they want to do and not live a repentant life, you know, because there is walking in separation and there's also being repentant. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So when did Enoch live? Enoch lived before you, your suicide, right? Before yes. The time. Mm -hmm. Did he mm -hmm. not walk with God and was and then just translated right into it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was he a righteous man? Mm -hmm. Would you think he would be a righteous man? Mm -hmm. He definitely was separate from them, so he, I would think so. Yeah, he wasn't playing <laughs> with his righteousness. Yeah, right. He wasn't. He was calling. Yeah. He, he was doing people. He did what we're supposed to do. Yeah. We're supposed to be a light to the nation. We're supposed to teach people the Torah, mm -hmm. the commandments, not yeah. the legends. 
we get we fill in the commandments with the legends so they can we can edification exhortation and comfort them wasn't he also judging angels oh yeah yeah because i was like thinking about the thing where paul says no you're not that we will be judging angels and i was like and people think that's such a far thing but that's what enoch was doing he was literally writing a list and saying this is what they were doing on the earth and they weren't supposed to be <laughs> he was judging angels <laughs> and by the way when you if you ever get a chance to study the teachers of thought you'll find out that he did the same thing the same thing was happening then they appointed someone to teach and he went to a certain place and taught Mm -hmm. the laws, the commandments mm -hmm. again another example of why we don't get caught up on the legends but we stay with the commandments mm -hmm. because a lot of things again talking about you can't be holy you can't reach you can't do you can't be holy you can't keep the commandments all of this is disproved when you read when you start going through the script you start reading the life of the people who mm -hmm. walked before and walked in the commandment you find they were doing it mm-hmm even in their imperfection, they did it. Yeah. So don't let people tell you that, you know, you can't do it. You can do it. And you can make mistakes and still do it. Yeah, you get up off you, uh, you know, out of your squalor. Get yourself a mikvah. In other words, clean yourself. The mikvah represents you you're cleaning yourself up, by the way. It's, mm -hmm. a, yeah. it's symbolic of your spiritual man being cleansed after you've been uh, soiled. All right. The things that we do in this physical world, there's a spiritual aspect and there's a physical aspect. The things we do in the physical world represent what's happening in the spiritual realm. The things we do in the natural realm, forgiving, you know, we make a mistake, we get dirty in the spiritual realm, we, we, we put a petition between us. We acknowledge our sins, right? We confess our faults in the spiritual mm -hmm. realm. In the natural realm, we do a mikvah, we do a cleansing. And in the spiritual realm, we're cleansed. In the natural realm, watch this. Now, this is going to knock some people off their, off their, off their, you know, Hoashai says, it's better to go in wounded, cut your arm off and things of that nature, or your, your right hand offend you, cut it off. Mm -hmm. Do you realize that in the spiritual realm, you, when, when your arm is cut off, you're still a whole person. Mm -hmm. You're still Correct. a whole person in the spiritual mm -hmm. realm. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah. You're still fear. You're still a full person. Your mm -hmm. body may be injured. This body just held your spirit, but your spirit, man, is full, is whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eternally whole. Mm -hmm. He says it's better to enter yeah. into something. People have phantom. They call it phantom. You know, when they lose a limb and they still can it's feel their foot is not even there and they can still feel that foot is hurting. Because he's still a whole person. Spiritual man. <laughs> spirit man is different. So your body, your spirit man, knows what's supposed to be there. It knows the pain of it. Mm -hmm. See, there's a spiritual realm, and then there's a what? Natural realm. We are able to dwell to dwell and operate in both realms. Both. We're created yeah. to do that. But for the children of Israel, we are the light of the nations, and we are to obey and teach people how to operate in the commandments. As a, and, that, and that you know that that's civilization right there. How to operate in civilization, in communities, and in governments. This is how we do it. But we have to have we are structured around the commandments of Yah. Mm -hmm. That sets us apart from all the other nations. We're supposed to anyway. We're supposed to be the light of the nations. That's right. We're supposed to. We try. <laughs> And we do. Mm -hmm. We try mm -hmm. and we do. 
you see. And we remember, again, this is what we do. This is what we do. We know who we are, but we have to remember, in knowing who we are, we have to remember whose we are. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. Mm. So it's okay to know thyself, mm. but also know thyself in knowing whose you are, who created you, who breathed the life in you, who who rules over you, whose you are, who who de who who delivers you and delivers you from all of your troubles and all your sickness and all your diseases. Who whose are you? Mm. Who do you represent in earth? You know who you are, but mm. whose are you? Yeah. So there are some people who know who they are, mm. but they don't understand whose they are and so they live a life outside of the kingdom command the commandments of our father because they don't know whose they are oh, they, hmm. know who they, are. Hmm. they can gain great wealth and fortune and fame but they still don't know whose they are yeah they, hmm. they don't know whose they are know whose you are and operate in accordance to that if you do that you'll learn if you don't know the commandment you're going to learn them and learn how to operate in, in love. It's all done in love. That's why he says, honor, honor, love. It, you know, yeah. it tells us how to deal with mankind. You know. That's Don't funny. lie on your brother. Yeah. 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 Like in love, speak the truth in love. Because I was mm -hmm. just, we were watching like all this week, some um, yeah. Israelite cartoon <laughs> where people were getting arrested for, for breaking <laughs> commandments. <laughs> But it was like, but then it was like, yeah, they were right. At the same time, it seemed like there was some, <laughs> the, the mercy and grace part wasn't there, <laughs> it seemed. But um, yeah, I was also thinking about that thing, the, the song that came to me during the week that I was telling you guys about, so that I might know that you are my Abba. And yeah. for those I, I never clarified, and I remember Lisa always says, make sure they know what that means. But I figured yeah. by this point, you should know that Abba is father. And so it's like, so that I might know that you are my father is saying it, that that is reminding me whose I am. You know, and I, I feel like in this day and time, there's a lot of noise and a lot of everything. So we are kind of, we all, more than often, more than before, we need to be reminded whose we are and that he holds yeah. us in his hands, you know? Yeah. 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 So no, yeah. we have to know that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Kazak, Kazak, he's the Zach. Be strong, be strong. May we be strong. We have finished the book of Bereshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm an Israelite. We feast for everything. <laughs> for this cycle. For this cycle. <laughs> for this cycle. We, we will return from time to time, but from this cycle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was enjoyable. And I did see what you were saying about the... um when I was reading, when he was giving the blessings or the, the Rahabdi, I did see, it did feel to me like he was, he was wanting to prophesy. And he was, if you pay attention, look at it a little deeper, you could see like where those, you know, children ended up there, their, you know, descendants ended up and, and kind of get a gist of who they are almost. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, that did happen to Ephraim. Mm -hmm, that did happen to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah you look at the Haitians, you know who are they? You know, are they Benjamin? Who are they? You know, mm -hmm. so, yeah. But and it's in our characteristics, our personalities, and, and mm -hmm. things. You can see them in different people. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. So 
some of us. Everybody wants to be Judah though, or Yahuda. <laughs> yeah. The second will not <laughs> ask for them. <laughs> some people yeah. are. Some people are the other tribes though. <laughs> Somebody got Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Benjamite. Yeah, you definitely are. Okay, you, know I mean? <laughs> you definitely are. I do call you that, right? I'm like Dr. Benjamin. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who I am. That's the tribe I'm from. Yeah, you definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> it was the last one to, to go out with Judah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. So you got a big responsibility. Yeah, man, I got to fight. <laughs> you got to choose the field. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not by might, not by power, by, by his spirit. spirit. That's right. Led by the Lord. That's what we all call you. Uh, Dr. Benjamin, can you come and do us a prayer? Because you got to fight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was just about to say it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was just thinking who I was going to select to do the <laughs> I already set the presidents for it. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hey. Well, he, he's not bashful about it. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> it just come out sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dr. Benjamin Moore will be doing the closing prayer today. Oh. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Haya. Ishe Ishana. Hashene Ishana. Haya. Hey, Ishena. Haya. Hallelujah. We thank you. That we will, as the song says, walk in the light. Mm. It's a beautiful light. Mm. Comes where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Shines all around us by day and by night. Aye, mm. Yeshua is the light of the world. Aye, Ishe, Anana, Astanara, Naniste, Ishe, Na, Astanara, Ashe, Nishanara, Nane, Heye, Ishanana, Aya. Hey, he shana, Hanana, he shana, Hasharana, Nishay, he shaya. We just thank you that we know whose we are. Ayarana, Nish, he shana, Ayarana, and we love him. We thank you. Hashtara, we thank you for the word that came forth. Hashitana, Hashtanada. Hey, we thank you for the great dialogue. Hasharana, Nishay, Nishtanada, Nishay. We thank you for the angels of protection around us all. Thank you for Holy Ghost boldness. For we love you. And we thank you for sending your son. You loved us so much. As we leave this, 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 Whatever we are on, but we won't leave your presence because we're you forever with us and you we with you and you with us. We love you and we thank you. In Yeshua's name. Amen. 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 For the prayer. Thank Amen. you for praise and worship today. Thank you. Yeah, for that was good. The word of God. Thank you for building the foundation. <laughs> which we stand which is the word of god we say that uh you've learned something today and that those commandments sometimes what i do is i just write one through ten and and and, and write them down 
so I can remember them and they be on, on my heart. And sometimes I, I forget a couple of them, then I'll go back and I'll look them up and I say, which ones did I, did I leave out? And so um, you want to test yourself every once in a while and, and you mm-hmm. have a prayer in your, in your heart and your spirit to fight with that you know by heart. You know, I, I, I use that Psalm 23, but he gave it to you, the contract agreement. It's not hard to follow. And then right. if you break something, you know how to come back, right? You know how to come back to it. God is a God of first, second, and many chances. He said, we got to forgive. Amen. 77, what, 77 times seven, something. So he loves you. He wants the, uh, for you to call on him on your weakest time when you feel like nothing, when you've committed something really bad because he has an agape love for you. He never leaves you. We leave him. We step outside. He has never left us. He is real. There is a true and living God. He created us. He already knew. He knows our beginning and our end. He's our alpha and our omega. There's nothing new to him about you. He created you. He knows who you he knows who you are. And you gotta talk to him. You gotta give it to him in your worst moment, your worst time. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes a winner when you all up and but when you down and out, who you gonna call on? You better call on him because he's never called. Amen. We will see you next Saturday. We want you to be safe. Don't get caught up in, in the hype of this New Year stuff. Don't go out, run into the gym, spending all your money. Then next week, be broken. You don't even go to the gym. You want to do something, run around the, the block. Do something like that. <laughs> all this capitalism, we're giving our money away this time of year. The Thanksgiving hype, the Christmas hype. Now we got the New Year hype. Everybody got to get that new dress and all this stuff. It's time to wake up. Leave the world behind. We talked about that last week about that movie. It's time to stock up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, oh my goodness. <laughs> go ahead, Rap. <laughs> no, I was just thinking we were at the store the other day. I looked over and saw this this uh uh in the food thing, in the in the meat. They had this buckets of chitlin over there. I said, Oh, it must be a new year coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I've never tasted in my life. I've never, and when my yeah. mother would cook them, I wouldn't let any friends come over. I was so ashamed of how the house smelled, and it was shameful to me. And I was a kid, and I was like that. So I was, you know, God had already put some things in me that I just, I'm not engaging in that. And mm. it's always been a degrading food to me. Like, that's some slavery food, I would say. We had to eat that slop then, but we don't have to eat that now. So why are people eating it like it's a delicacy? I've never tasted it. Hey, well, that's compliments of, of uh, the Greeks, right? Mm-hmm. How they wanted to pollute the temple. Mm-hmm. They, they, again, it talks about what they sacrificed the pig on the altar. Mm-hmm. And so we look at it, know you're not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. So mm-hmm. you're going to pollute the altar every year at the beginning of every year with them chilling. You, you, you are saying, Greeks, you did a good thing for me. You're you're causing me and you've helped me to pollute this temple. You mm-hmm. don't even know you got a temple. And, and then you gotta have the black eyed peas with the pork or the sauerkraut with the pork or, or cabbage. I'm finding out cabbage too. Um, mm-hmm. 
and they mm-hmm. say, oh you gonna make a lot of money you you eat that at the, the start of the year off well mm-hmm. i tell you I, what them black I, eyed peas I the black eyed peas the black eyed peas and the pork i used to do mm-hmm. i don't do it anymore they just season it well <laughs> no i can take the black eyed peas and the cabbage and stuff mm-hmm. like that i can take that but the pork you can keep yeah but the yeah. black eyed peas and the cabbage cornbread Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like you have this called sauce, right? Maybe yeah. cha-cha, put cucumbers, grated cucumbers with it. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't like the sauce. I didn't know what it was then, but I just knew I didn't like it. And I would eat the cucumbers. I would be all happy for the time to come because I knew they would do grated um seasoned cucumbers. And uh-huh. I would eat the cucumber salad. We got to have that yucky looking thing over there. <laughs> and that time I didn't even like the black eyed peas, but I grew it grew on me. You could put turkey necks in it and neck bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's what your your mind is set at. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and as we get older, you know, we put all the foolish things away. And that's why the Bible says when I w- was a kid, I, I did things like a kid. And as you get older, mm-hmm. yeah. you, more and, and you put some of those things away and you say how foolish I was at the time. Just mm-hmm. tell me how... how I was thinking, oh, those people just burying them real quick so they can get that money. And so yeah. it's just little things that you think back on how he was. With and so, yeah, still true. But anyway, um, in some cases, it is true. <laughs> they leave. They have good insurance policies, and yeah. that's what we need to do. And. Yeah. Yeah, your kids will be crying. They're going to miss you. But when they get that check, they're going to feel a little bit better. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, that's, uh, that's, yeah. That's love. That's showing some love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Worth more dead than alive. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. That's right. We have fun on here. We we talk, but it'd it be real talk. And that's what the Hebrew congregation is about is educating our people. And so, um, we pray that you got something out of it and that you're encouraged. We want you to stay safe. We want you to share the episode and we will see you next Saturday. Shalom. 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 Shalom.